The flyover state sports show is for a mature audience. It contains strong language and adult situations. We do not own the rights to any audio of the podcast. Viewer discretion is advised. Is this on? triumphant return to the air. I am your host, Sam Long, and joining with me is Beans Caleb Ubel. I am fucking married, guys. Holy shit. I know you're married, and I am out of practice because that intro was shit, but we're keeping it because we only have one shot of this. It's like we haven't done this for three weeks. Dude, we haven't. Yes. The podcast has not been happening for the past two to three weeks, maybe even a month. Uh, Lots of things have changed. My soccer team did not win the championship. In fact, we got third place out of three teams. It was very unlucky game. We lost because of like two own goals, essentially. Damn. Damn. And Beans is married. And that's where we're going to start our show. Beans, you're married. I am. It was a blast. Uh, our boy Sam here was uh, in the wedding. I was in the wedding. I was the last pick in the draft. I uh, no, you were not. I was. You don't. You don't put the person who was not the last pick in the draft, the first person coming out. <laughs> it's basic wedding shit. <laughs> no, dude. I cannot thank you and the rest of the wedding party enough. Y'all made. You made a very special, I'm going to get like a real sappy here, so I'm sorry, but you guys made a real special night, like just even more special. It made it, you know, it it was great to have everybody there, everybody celebrating and having fun. Um, You you guys were a major part of it and I can't thank you guys enough for it. Well, and I can't thank you enough for letting me be in your wedding. It was probably... My second favorite wedding. Yes. Cody, Cody's was hard to beat. Second second favorite wedding I, I've been in, I should say. Yeah. Um, it was definitely. And you've been second. in a lot of weddings, so I'm taking that as a compliment. I've been like in four or five. Yeah. So. Cody's was really fun. I think part of that had to be with the fact that, uh, yeah, all the boys were there for that one. <laughs> yeah. That one I got to say, though, enjoyed the hell out of how casual everything was from your wedding. I didn't oh, yeah. feel like it needed to be professional at all. And it was awesome. Nope. It was very laid back. If you couldn't tell by the itinerary, because uh, there wasn't one, uh, it was just, yeah, just wing it and fuck it. Something will happen. And I, I, you know, we were just a bunch of. My neighbors are being loud as fuck. <laughs> But yeah, we were just a bunch of guys being dudes out there, man. Just yeah. you know, taking pictures of us pretending to take a piss, you know. That's by That's, far the best photo. Uh, that was a great photo. It's really a shame that like we all didn't just take a piss and they just took the picture of it. That would have been really I funny. wish we would have dropped our pants to our knees, you know. I think that would have made the picture even better. Our ankles, that would have worked. I'd have done it. 
That would have been that would have been good. But we had the road right beside us, and people were starting to come in. And I was like, "Oh, that's not a good idea." Yeah, but you just drop it down. To you. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> no, but it was it was a great week. It was we had a little nice little break here. Now we're back, and now sports have still happened. Man, no one gives a fuck about the sports right now. Being we want to hear all about the honeymoon, brother. Oh, dude. The honeymoon was awesome. That's a fun fact. That was the first vacation I have taken since graduating from college. Oh and I graduate. I graduated in November of 2020. So I sent from baby Jesus. What the fuck have you been doing? Working? working. Yes, I have worked. So like, no three day weekends. No, like, I mean, I've taken three day weekends, but this is like the first true. Like I have left the state of Kansas. Oh, wow. Yep. Man, I do not envy you. Jesus Christ. Yep. I mean, I've gone to Missouri every now and then for a couple of like events or stuff, but like this oh, is like boy, Missouri or Nebraska or something, but like oh, this boy, is like Nebraska. Yeah, but this is like the first true like extended like taking work off vacation I have taken since graduating college. Wow. Yeah. So, so. people got to know you, you leave the airport at like what five in the morning no we left so we got you helped me uh unload the coolers and we were done at what midnight uh we left our house at 2 a.m yeah and you had to be at the airport at like four to leave at five right yep and then we went to atlanta and by this point we were tired uh you don't sleep on an airplane you don't sleep on an airplane and then uh Uh, with that attitude dude you're tired enough you can sleep on an airplane. No, I I could not. It was horrible. And we landed. Connector. Well, and then so we land and like Lauren and I just look pale as a ghost and we look horrible. It's like 7 a.m. And uh we're like, we are so hungry. So we walk over to uh Jersey Mike's. They happen to be open. And these two ladies, God bless their souls. They were aggressive. <laughs> they were like just yelling at us, and I could not understand a thing they were saying because I was tired and I didn't. Lauren is hard of hearing as it is, as you know, like she can't oh, hear words yes. of crap. <laughs> so she can't understand. And usually I moderate for her. Like usually when we're together and it's louder stuff and stuff, like she can't hear. So I'm like leaning over and like they said this, and like she'll be like, oh, uh, this, this, and this, and then. I couldn't even understand it to do that for her. So I'm like, listen, it's all on your own here, babe. Like, I can't do anything for you. So, uh, yeah, we got yelled at by two Jersey Mike's employees. Um, I would have just told them to make me whatever and we'll pay it. Well, they were, we're not going to go into details on that. But anyways, we, so then we ate our Jersey Mike subs. We get on our flight. Did we go to Miami. What's that? Did you eat it or did you inhale it? I feel like you inhaled it. No, honestly, we weren't that hungry. We just like we need just substance, you know, like we're both like you guys were were defeated then. We were like, honestly, it felt like a whole two days. Like it felt like how how drunk was Lauren? How drunk was Lauren on the flight? Dude, she sobered up so fast. You saw how intoxicated and like lit she was at the wedding. When she got home at midnight, she was just like, all right, we got to start packing. We got to go. Instantly. I don't know, dude. She was probably hung over on that flight. She was. She did sleep. She was the only person to sleep on the flight. That's cap. Someone else slept. 
I did not. I could not. Well, I know you didn't because you're you're you were too worried, bro. How and then times, how many times have you flown? Oh, four, I think. Okay, never mind that. Well, did she have the window seat or did you have the window seat? She did. She wanted the window yeah, seat. That's why she slept. Yeah, it's easier that's to sleep at the window seat. Can't, can't sleep in the middle seat. Not possible. So then we get to Miami and. You know, we land, and Miami's airport is massive. It's an international airport, so it's Which huge. Which gate did you land in? I Dude, that was a year ago. <laughs> was it A, B, C, D, or E? I think it was D. Oh, uh, you didn't get the you didn't get the fucking 80s terminal. That's a shame. And then, oh, dude, this is too much information, but I went to go take a fat dumper, and <laughs> there was... This airport sucks, dude, because I went to the bathroom and there is a literal peephole in my stall and all the stalls were filled. So, like, I couldn't do anything about it. So I just kind of like did this little number where I put my hand over the top of it. (laughs) I finally got toilet paper and just shoved it in there. Uh, It was that was gross. Oh my god! It was. It really wasn't big. It was like probably as like big as my thumb, maybe. And so as big as your thumb. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and so. Uh, big. <laughs> big on whose terms? Uh, and so we quickly get to our bus, and we were the only people on this bus. So I was like, "All right, we're gonna die." Like I thought we were gonna get kidnapped or something. So. I was prepared for that. And I, I'm just like tired at this point. I was like, I don't care. Luckily, we stopped at the next bus stop. A new newlywed couple happened to get on the bus, too. And so I felt a little bit better after that. Were, were they like much better looking than you in terms? Of- oh, yeah. They only they only came from like Tennessee or something like that. They weren't that bad. <laughs> uh, they were OK. <laughs> and dude, the trip was amazing. We got on the ship. It's like a mini city. There's 8000 people on this ship. Uh you know, just meeting everybody. We did some game shows, uh, bingo. We almost won a bingo. Like uh, you go on these trips and like, you're like, Oh, a cruise ship. Like it's just a bunch of old retired. No dude. It's for everybody. They had like, uh, things for kids to do. So that way the parents could go off and do adult things. There was adult shows for us to go to. They had water shows, skate, ice skating. And it was a blast. For how much money we spent, how much, and you, it's well worth it. You're in the green the whole time. We drank a lot, ate a lot, saw a lot of great entertainment. Like, it, I honestly, if us guys wanted to go on a cruise, I, it would be the best time of your life, I promise. And you could go gamble all you want because the casino's down there. It's so fun. Oh, man. Well, you can't gamble all you want, though, because eventually you run out of money. Oh, dude, it's crazy. So, like, you don't like bring money with you. So it, your credit card is linked to your room card. So everything just goes to your room. So it's just easy to just go there and just swipe. That's worse. What I know, what? dude, yeah, bro, I oh, lose my ass. No, I, fuck that. I was scared to come home and see how much money we spent, but it really wasn't that bad. Cause a lot of it's included. So, um, well, I, would, I would lose my ass at like a blackjack table is what I'm talking about. Tell me I can drink as much as almost as much as I want, and then like I just have a credit card and just gotta swipe it. Fucking put yeah. cards down the table. No. No, it was it was so much fun. I had a blast. 
I'm glad you had a blast, Beans. How was the uh, how was the snorkeling? Glad to see you're still here. The life insurance policy didn't have to kick in. <laughs> you know, we never did go snorkeling. So our only excursion, so every activity you do is an excursion, snorkeling, kayaking, whatever, and you pay for that. Um, oh, I got a crazy story to tell you after this. Um, uh, we only did beach excursions. Like, we just went to the beach and just chilled. We're like, we just got married. Like, we had a hell of a weekend, like, Let's just go to the beaches and just relax. Let's not do any hiking. Let's not kayak or anything. Let's just chill. What did you at least go in the water? Yeah. Oh yeah. We floated. We, uh, we talked to everybody, dude. We talked to like, um, old people, like their experience on cruise lines, which ones are the, we kind of like, you know, thin the herd a little bit, like which ones are your best cruise liners, which support are the best ships. We got some good information from them. Uh, met a bunch of uh, couples just from everywhere. It's crazy. Like everybody's just in a good mood and just want to talk to you and see where you're from, what your geography is like and stuff. And the craziest thing, we were on our way back from one of the uh, beaches. Um, so out of a ship of 8,000 people in the, this week in October. Okay. Just remember this, that there's a cruise ship of 8,000 people. We chose this excursion going to a beach and it was this week of October. We are on a little bus thing on our way back from the beach. And this guy was wearing a KU shirt, which was cool. I was like, oh, dude, you guys from Lawrence? And he's like, uh, he's like, no, um, we're actually from Topeka. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, uh, we started talking. He's, he's, he worked at West Star. And so I was like, oh, cool. Do you know? Do you know? And I said my uncle's name. And he's like, yeah, I love your uncle. And so we started talking about that. And mind you, there's a like 20 other people on this bus. So they think that's a little weird that because we just don't know each other. And so yeah. uh, and then they were like, well, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from Omigo. And they're like, what street do you live on? And I was like, uh, and we told them what street we lived on. And then they're like, what block do you live on? And I was like, uh, and I told them what block we lived on. They're like, our daughter just bought a house on this block. They bought a house across the street from us. <laughs> so in the middle of the ocean, not even well, we're not in the middle of the ocean, but we're on this island this week of October. We met this family from Kansas and their daughter just bought a house across the street from us. <laughs> everybody's looking at us. Everybody's looking at us like we're crazy, dude. It was so funny. So we started, we talked to them the rest of the trip. So that daughter, is she single? Uh, well, mm, that's another funny situation. That's a story for another podcast. Uh, she's divorced. Story for another podcast. There you go. Yeah, she's divorced. Oh, uh, that's, that's even better. Breaking news. Might have to introduce me to her, Beans, and hey, yo, this guy's in my wedding. She's got a couple kids. I mean, if you want to be a baby daddy, you know, like oh, she got kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they were a great family. It was a great trip. I would, I would do it a thousand times. We're already planning our next one. Is it not just the biggest deal breaker? As I know, you've not been a single man for a long time, and you're not going to be a single man ever again. <laughs> but is having kids not just the biggest deal breaker as a single guy? I feel like it would be. It really is. Like, it's like genuinely. Uh, I think it just makes things awkward. I it depends, but like I'm telling you right now, 
if I dated someone and they had like a nine-year-old kid, it's just like, I don't know what to tell you. I could be the fun uncle, but like, I ain't going to be the baby daddy. Like I, like I was talking to this one girl at work. We were just making small chat because I was helping them do sh- stuff on the floor. She was like, I got three kids. And she's like five, she's like five years older than me. Yeah. She's like, I got three kids. Like one's a sophomore, one's an eighth grader and one's a second grader. And I'm like, well, for first off, you fucked up that spread. You really should have kept it at sophomore in high school at eighth grader. That would be perfect. Yeah. You really fucked that up by having a kid in second How grade. old was she when she had kids? She's five years older than you. She has a, That's what? That's what I always think. I was starting to do the math. That was like, well, that puts you at about like 32, 33. Sophomore in high school is like 15. I'm like, you probably had that kid like 16, 17 years old. I was like, shit. Damn. And then she still fucked it up. She's got a second grader now. It's like, what the what are you doing? That gap, that gap, dude. I I love the fact too that like she probably had her first kid at like sixteen, seventeen, and then, and then decided like eighteen, nineteen to go back for seconds. That's so crazy. It's like, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, nope. I don't know. Maybe she was like eighteen or nineteen when she had her first kid. I could have missed a couple years on the. Have uh, you not like talked about it? Like, I feel like with her. Yeah. It was just in passing, bro. I didn't care. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even care that she had kids. She didn't want to ask me. She was like, you got kids? And I was like, fuck no. no. She was like, how old are you? I'm about to turn 27. She's like, no, you're not. I'm like, damn. You got to look older than that. She, fuck. <laughs> That's how I felt. I was like, god damn it. I got I got two dogs. They're plenty enough for me. Ain't that right, Molly? <laughs> Uh, there, there's some questions I could ask following that, but I don't think I will because I enjoy doing this podcast with you on the weekend. <laughs> We're family friendly <laughs> entertainment. You met you uh, you mentioned that you met a, met a bunch of couples. Meet any swingers? <laughs> uh, no, there was some people wearing like pineapple stuff, and I was like, you you see pineapple stuff nowadays, and you're like. Does that mean what I think it means? And so, I don't know. Those are just some things that I've noticed. Those are just like the things that you notice now. Like you see somebody wearing a pineapple Hawaiian shirt. And you're like, really? It's weird. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sure there's more stories I could tell. I'll spread the love throughout the next several episodes. Yeah, I'm sure you'll think of something. So. Yeah. Golly, Miss Molly, well, I don't even know where to begin with where I was during the time of, you know, where you were gone. Pretty much just uh, laying around on my couch doing fuck all. It was great. I loved every second. You're probably probably thinking like, man, I need to renegotiate my contract with Beans on this show. Oh, Beans. I like thought about, honestly, you know, we've been going so hard and so fast and so loose with this whole thing. And, like, we didn't do it for, like, three weeks. And I was like, ugh. Dude, I know. I texted you guys. I was like, should we do that? By the way, for those that are listening, Gavin actually is, like, no, I'm sorry. Gavin's always been working on something. But, like, yeah. Gavin's Gavin's got something going. He's got, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got, yeah. 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 Problem. We'll leave it at that. He has a but yeah, house infestation yeah. issue. Yeah, there's a there's some bugs in his house. It's that time of year. 
make sure that your uh, sealant is, uh, you know, up to date. By the way, I want to talk some shit on my apartment complex right now before, uh, All right. you know, we go. But yes, I'm very happy to be back. Very good to recharge the batteries since the last show. We know that our two listeners, mainly Scott and Jay Land, <laughs> chomping at the bit. Nothing was sacred anymore. But now we're back, and so there's sacredity again. I don't even know if that's a word. But I gotta, you know, I gotta really, you know, talk some shit on my apartment complex because I got my lease coming up to renew. So I signed it. Yeah. It was six hundred and sixty dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not terrible because it's two bath, two bed. There's like no one person apartments in Independence, Kansas. Right. It's like those yeah. just don't exist. Well, new ownership group comes in. They're like, hey, six eighty five now. I'm like, all right, twenty five bucks a month. I don't have to move. Like it, it not worth moving over twenty five extra dollars a month. I get my deal, you know, to come in and they're like, hey, it's gonna be uh gonna be seven hundred and ten dollars now. I'm like, God, another $25? Dicks. So I'm like, well, there's nowhere else really to move. There's nowhere that's that much cheaper, you know what I mean? And then, you know, I read the next piece of paper, and it's like, oh, by the way, we're charging you $25 a month for water, hard cap. I'm like, dude, what? So somehow, some way, my rent over the course of two years has gone up by $75, and I'm fucking pissed. Damn. Yeah, I'm fucking mad, bro. It's bullshit. Like, I'm getting charged $25 a month for water, and it's like, oh, well, like, everyone just needs to conserve water. It's like, fuck you. I'm going to use all the fucking water now. Yeah, no shit. If they're charging you, a like, a, if they're charging you, like, a flat rate of so much, dude, that water's going to be running. That You're going to be, like, yeah, no, that, that well's going to dry out. They were like, oh, uh, you know, make sure that you... This was the thing in the message that, or in the like note. They were like, "Oh, we'll make sure that you don't like make sure to conserve water, or else we're gonna have to increase the fee." I'm like, "Bitch, I know you're gonna just increase the fee. It doesn't matter." Yeah, the fee's gonna increase no matter what next year. So no, I'm gonna just gonna keep doing it. Dollars next year. You're gonna charge me an extra twenty. You're gonna tra- probably charge me seventy five next year. You're gonna charge me another twenty five on top of rent. You're gonna charge me another twenty five on top of water, which is ridiculous. There's no way my water bill would cost fifty dollars a month. Yeah, no. I think like my total city bill, like I don't think my water is would be broken down. Like most of mine's electricity. Yeah, well, dude. Again, if they like charge this for just general utility utilities, like it would make more sense. But they're not. Um, oh, and I bet you next. And I bet you next year it's like, ah, oh, we gotta charge you twenty five dollars for trash. Like fuck oh, you. Yeah, I bet, I bet that's what happens. Because I went in there and asked them, and I literally, they were like, I'm like, hey, so there's like a water increase. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, and that's 25, my rent increased by 25. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, so are those the same thing, or like, is the water on top of it? And she was like, oh, it's on top of it. I'm like, then, then why the fuck? <laughs> then why the fuck isn't that just in my rent? Why, what's the reason for increase? The, they probably already have, you know, those buildings paid for. What's the whole point in, like, upping the rent? Like, who are you? 
I, I don't know. I'm pissed because, like, you know, I'm like a model tenant. I pay my bills on time. I don't cause a ruckus. And, like, I haven't even, like, put in any maintenance requests. But now I'm going to. Yeah, I no, have, I, yeah. I have all this, like, silly little maintenance stuff that, like, doesn't necessarily need to be done. But now I'm going to make them do it. Yeah, screw it. So, like, also, because, like, the, I, I was going to put in a maintenance request for this anyways. But my uh, sink, like, I don't know what you call that, lever? What, what do you call that? The faucet? Not the yeah. faucet. But whatever. The lever that you pull up and down to turn the water on and off. That, like, broke off. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, someone's going to need to come fix that. Or else I'm going to need, like, a pair of pliers or something to use that with. See, I was the complete opposite. Like, whenever I lived in an apartment, I, like... I refused to call maintenance. I was like, ah, oh, man, this faucet's leaking. Like, I'll just fix it myself. <laughs> well, no, that's how I've been with my uh, drain. The person yeah. who, like, lived here before me, I'm, like, pretty sh- I can't, like, I can't prove this. Pretty, But like, I'm pretty sure that she was African-American. And that's not a problem. The problem is, is that African-Americans mostly have naturally curly hair. Or like thicker, denser hair. Yeah. And my shower drain has been clogged and it and has been like easily clogged for like the last two years. And so what do I do? I go by Drano and drain it myself because it's yep. easy. Yep. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I you know, I I like probably poured like two and a half like big deals of Drano into my fucking deal yeah and it's just like it's easier to do it this way it's just easier but i don't know so now i'm gonna i'm gonna have them build me a new new fucking house essentially <laughs> by the, this is gonna be a new brand new apartment by the time so, it's all said and done i'm not like here's the thing too this is this is the thing i have not had hot water like hot hot water in this apartment from my faucet and my shower. I've had like warm water, you know what I mean? Like the kind, yeah. of, the kind of warm shower that's like nice to take like when it's cold outside. Because mm-hmm. I don't need it to be hot water, right? Yeah. I don't really need hot water from my sink that much because everything goes in my dishwasher and you know that, you know, cleans just fine. But now, you know, now I'm getting charged. I'm going to tell them that I don't have hot water. And I'm going to tell them to give me all the fucking hot water. And I'm taking hot fucking showers. <laughs> I'm be taking blistering showers. I'm also going to tell them that my uh, seal on my door I don't think is very good. Because, like, I'll get crickets in every now and again. A lot of crickets in southeast Kansas. Would have never known. Nope. I just have a fly swatter and just smack the shit out of him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone listening to this is like, God, this guy's fucking slumming it. And it's like, yeah, I'm, la- <laughs> I'm, I'm lazy and hate people confrontation. You think you think I'm going to ask maintenance for something? But no. I have to like, type all that out like in a maintenance request online? No. When am I going to do that? Exactly. How can I inconvenience someone like that? 
also my apartment's always kind of a mess because I'm lazy, like I said, and it's embarrassing. It's like, oh, <laughs> no wonder yeah. the maintenance request. <laughs> can't keep an apartment clean. What a loser. So how do we want to do sports? Because we missed like a month of content. <laughs> Let's just go over this last week. We'll do our, you know, the last week review and then we'll do the, you know, next week preview. We last, I think, I don't even think we do a last week review. I think we just do a state of the union on, on the three teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Yeah. And then we can just do a quick preview and then get on our merry way. All right. University Rock Chop. Let's hit it. Jalen Daniels. Back injury continues to be an injury. Jacob Katzenberg, shout out to you. You said that this was going to be a problem the entire season at the beginning of the year, and that's why I know that he's not going to Michigan State. But Jalen Daniels has been out pretty much the whole time, almost. It almost feels like the whole time. He's been out for the greater part of three weeks now. Uh, you know how they say you never, you never really recover from a back injury. So I, I ask you this, Beans. Genuinely, is he your favorite quarterback not on a K State team because his name is Bean? Yeah, I do like him. <laughs> Beans, give me your top five, doesn't have to be in any particular order, quarterbacks you like not at K State. Right now, currently? Right now in college football. Oh, God. I like that guy from Syracuse. I can't remember his name. DeVito? Is it DeVito? DeVito, I think. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, Tommy DeVito, I think. Yeah, I like that guy. Um, I, I do like me some Michael Penix. Uh, no particular order, we said. Michael Penix. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to include Caleb Williams on this. This is the crazy thing. I, I Actually, I will. He's going to be... He's, like Caleb. This isn't like the best quarterbacks in the country. You know what? Actually, I do like Caleb Williams because his name's Caleb. So we're going to throw him in there. Right, so we got we got Tommy DeVito because of Dan DeVito. Yeah. Um, Michael Penix because his name looks like penis. Yeah. And then we got uh, Caleb Williams because he's Caleb. Caleb. And then Jason Bean, because he's Bean. And then um, I do like me some Plumley out of UCF. I like me some Plumley. love some Plumley. John Reese Plumley. Three names. There you go. Yep. There's Bean's top five quarterbacks in FBS that he likes. That's not a K-State quarterback. And you know what? That might be my top five next year for our draft preview. <laughs> Tommy DeVito, sleeper. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I'm so excited. I, I'm low, I'm low-key ready for draft season already. <laughs> ready? Dude, we got like we're not even halfway through the season. I know. I love football so much. I'm ready for next year's draft. <laughs> man, I'm so ready for the draft, man. I'm so I'm so fun. I'm so quirky. But yeah, Jalen Daniels, you you never really recover from a back injury. Um, and they got their toughest matchup coming up against KU or o Oklahoma. So, yep, KU plays Oklahoma this week. It is in Lawrence, thankfully. Um, that's all I really got to say. It's in Lawrence, and it's at 11 o'clock in the morning, and Oklahoma hates uh, playing at 11 o'clock in the morning. And that's why they're going to the SEC, according to their fans, even though the majority of SEC games are played at 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's not like there's a big time differential, but, yeah, what do you know? Yeah, uh, whatever. I... I uh, I think Oklahoma genuinely thinks that they're going to play like legitimately like twelve night games in the SEC. It's so annoying. I saw they might get like two about, or three. 
I saw one tweet or whatever, and it was like, oh, Sankey won't, won't make us play this many morning games. And it's like, well, you're only playing this many morning games because Fox has the TV contract, and you guys are like the primetime brand of the conference, and Fox does Big Noon. Yeah. <laughs> so you're and- Big Noon like three times a year because you're Oklahoma. <laughs> and one of your games is already – one of your games is already preordained at 11 in the morning versus Texas. Like, that's never not going to be at 11 in the morning. Yeah. And, you know, usually night games are safe for those West Coast games. So, I, yeah, they're not. Yeah, the night games are like the primetime, like, ABC games. But the problem, the problem is, is like, OU is going to, like, I don't even know. Like, OU is going to, like, Bama's just going to play, like, fucking Tennessee. And that game's going to be at night or, like, in the afternoon. Like, Oklahoma, like, I don't know, it feels like Oklahoma thinks they're going to go fucking play, like, Georgia every goddamn week, when they're not going to just be playing Mississippi State at 11 in the fucking morning. <laughs> yeah. I, like, oh, Oklahoma's playing South Carolina? 11. No, oh, but Oklahoma's for, playing Kentucky? 11. <laughs> Oklahoma's playing Florida? Eh, we'll put it at 2.30 this time. <laughs> No, but for the, for the eleven. <laughs> God damn it! OU Texas still eleven. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, OU Auburn. Ah, too bad. Alabama and LSU are playing this week, and so is Georgia and Florida. Eleven. <laughs> and I mentioned that A and M and Texas were playing that day too. Eleven o'clock. I just double confirms it. But no, for for this Oklahoma and KU game, I think KU's not. I don't know. Without Jalen Daniels, it's hard to say how they're going to play. I think it's going to. And Oklahoma's look pretty damn good. Uh, they they had a few big mistakes against UCF, but I I don't think KU unless KU somehow just controls the ball the whole game. Uh, I I just don't see them matching them tit for tat. So I want to say like thirty four to fourteen. Uh, man, I don't know. KU's like weird. Because they're like kind of good, but also kind of bad. Um, he's coming up a buy, which I think is a big like plus for uh, KU. And Oklahoma's coming off in kind of a wake up game against UCF. I think people are very much overestimating how good all of the top teams are this year, right? I think a yeah. lot of the teams are very resourceful in, like, Alabama coming back against Tennessee and, like, OU hanging on against UCF and Texas hanging on against Houston. Ohio State's been in a ton of way too close games. I mean, the only teams that, like, haven't really been tested is Michigan, and that's because they're stealing signs. So... <laughs> That by the way, that story is such horseshit. I couldn't, I couldn't care less. <laughs> yeah, I I haven't really paid much attention to that either. You know what? I'm gonna say this right now: the Astros stealing like pitching signs in real time, wrong. You stealing signs like a week before the game, perfectly fine. Because Dude, if they're I, not changing their name signs, me, they're fucking stupid. Well, name me a school that doesn't do that. Is my thing. Every school Apparently does it. All the schools in the Big Ten don't. Do we just forget? Do we just forget that uh, Leach, Mike Leach, dropped a 
play call a, a fake play call sheet in front of their opponent's bench and oh, rip my like so this is some this is not something new like it it's, it's literally one of the stupidest things i've ever heard it, the whole story is fucking stupid and i'm so, sorry for like <clears throat> skipping past ku and oklahoma's preview but i really do need to say this this whole thing is fucking stupid it's like spygate but if every team but like it's not like they're it is not like they're going and filming practice and what they're going to be using for that week's game. They're literally just filming the previous week's game and you're not changing your signs? So... Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it's... You know what? Maybe that's why Iowa sucks at offense because they've never changed the signs. So everyone just knows what Iowa's doing. Like, a snap, like, on the sidelines, like, fucking halfback dive and a this is like tight end pass because that's all they fucking do. Like, so, dive, tight end, fire Brian Ferentz. They never <laughs> do this. But, um, um, no, this is the stupidest story of all time. It is so dumb and people want it to be such a big deal and it's like, oh, they're like filming like their signs and it's like, they should change their signs. Like, what? Like, this is... The Astros were literally, like, in the fucking outfield, spying on what the catcher was telling the pitcher to throw. And, like, relaying that in real time. That is so much different than scouting someone's signs from, like, a week prior. When I was in uh, college, <clears throat> we were at, I can't remember what school we were at, but our head coach told us, hey, go look through their trash can and look for, look for any paper. And so ah! us student coaches and grad assistants went around, checked all the dumpsters, all the trash cans, and you won't believe it, but we found like actual like practice scripts. Oh, Jesus Christ. And, you know, I mean, it's something so simple like that could help you just win a game. I mean, granted, that's NAI, but what's that? Was like, was it in the dead of night and like you're in a mask? Oh, no, no. This was in broad daylight. This We had, like, a noon kickoff. And you just see us, like, a group of us just walking around, checking every trash can and, like, just diving in as we see a single piece of paper. It, I, You know what that reminds me? It literally, like, from my perspective as an outsider, I feel like that cat meme with the cats in the overalls, and it's like, the fuck you doing over there? Well, and, you know, and that he was real big on, like, all right, you're not throwing any of our practice scripts or play scripts do not throw any of that in any trash cans outside it comes it. into our office and we will throw it away it shredded and, bro yep and so that's you know so something something little as that i mean it's just it gets any it's pennies compared to like what you know michigan's doing but just something as simple it, like, that's what i mean it's been happening like, forever that's the thing though is like that's coming from like the week of preparation yeah you know what i mean that is probably more valuable than the signs, unless like you scout, unless you're scouting like Ohio State like every week and like writing down like all their signs and like finding out what everything could be. Well, and so I, I think on their plate, like their practice script, it was like it was like their defense, and then it was like our plays, but it was in the form of their plays, like it was their play calls. So we had their play calls, but it was how our how we run our offense. So it was like our concepts, but in yeah. their in their terminologies. 
And so like, not only did we know what defense they were going to run in our formations, but we also got some of their play calls. So it was pretty cool. Was uh, was that you win? I think that, uh, yeah, we did win that game. I mean, that was like some, I think that was one of those things where something as little as that really helped us win that game. Yeah. See, can't throw the play sheets away. Anyways, back to OU and Kate. I actually do think that uh, KU is good. I think OU is also good. I think OU is definitely riding the wave of that Texas win and how highly ranked they are. I think OU is more like a top 8 to 12 team, and Texas is more like a top 6 to like 10 team, if I'm being honest. Um, I think Dylan Gabriel is just a better quarterback, at least college-wise. I think Quinn Ewers, Quinn Ewers is fine. He's not even going to play the next next week. Um, but I think Oklahoma just has a little bit too much talent. Uh, but I think it's going to be a weird game. I think KU is going to keep it pretty close. KU put a pretty good account of themselves into the game last year. I know that Oklahoma wasn't like great last year, but OU still had a lot of talent last year. So. I'm going to say that OU wins, but like 35 to like 31 or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. State of Kansas State. Um, they sucked. And then they were good again. And the reason they're good again is because they went to two quarterbacks, which is stupid. So, <laughs> Beans, how does the two quarterback system and the old adage of if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Uh, holding up now that K-State is playing their best football of the year after having two quarterbacks. You know, you are right on that. Like the old saying is saying you have two quarterbacks, you have none, but K-State's doing a really good job at mixing and matching. Uh, I think the difference is like they mixed and matched last game though. They literally just alternated. (laughs) I think it's a good little like curveball. It was just, I will you go play now? And then Avery's getting, I, I leaned over to uh, someone during the game, and I was like, Will's his element now, because, like, he's been thriving. He's, like, this is the kind of fire he's been forged in, just adversity the entire time. Well, and so I think that is, like, just a nice little curveball, little change-up, you know, into the wrinkle. Um, I will say there are two sides of it. Like, A, it does throw the, their defense off, but also it's, like, hard for our quarterbacks to get in rhythm. I don't think we change... This is going to sound crazy because I know like the stat lines don't show it. I don't think we change our all that much by changing our quarterbacks. Will Howard can run like Will Howard, like the stuff Avery Johnson does. He just does running better. Like, but Will Howard is our dog. My dog's going berserk. Uh, but Will Howard's pretty damn good at the run too. He's not as fast as Avery, but. I think the only difference is we see more explosive run plays from Avery. The biggest problem with Will is his ankle is just beat up. Like, I still think that's a problem because he always seems to – he has that Mahomes limp, you know what I mean? Where every time Mahomes gets hit in the ankle, he's just, like, limping for no reason. So he's he's got a case of the Mahomes ankle, in my opinion. But I don't know. This is a very strange season, and – Somehow, some way, you know, despite a loss to Missouri and a loss to Oklahoma State, K State is OU beating Oklahoma State and winning out away from going to the big title game again with two quarterbacks. Um, 
I have absolutely no earthly idea how the rest of this is going to play out. Um, I, all I know is it was an, we, we never had to pick. I feel like at some point we're going to have to choose. I feel like if the chips are down, Avery is the guy, if that makes sense. Yeah, Avery does look. He, dude, this is crazy. Even when he misses, like his on his throws, even when he overthrows somebody, it is. It's such a pretty ball. Oh my gosh, they are real nice. So, but like what I'm saying though is like we're playing Texas. Here's my thing, right? You're playing Texas. You've been alternating quarterbacks all day. Let's say. And there's like three minutes left. And you're down by four. Who do you put out there? <laughs> like who? If the chips are fucking down, because you're at that point, I would hope to Jesus Christ that Chris Kleiman is not going to be like, well, we went out there the last time, and now Avery's going to get his turn. I would hope to God that Chris would just say, hey, uh, we're going with this guy. I don't know who the quarterback is when it's fucking nut, nut up or shut up time, right? When the chips are down, when you got to put your nuts on the fucking table. I think it's Avery Johnson, but I also think it's situation dependent. So I don't know. You keep talking about K State and go on to the Houston coverage. My parents are here right now, so keep going. Oh, man, we started the show late because my mother called, and now Beans is leaving because his parents are here. So, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Anyways, so, K-State has been a little bit up and down, currently trending upward after the last game. Um, essentially, K-State comes into this next game against Houston. Houston has been looking a lot better. Than what they had shown earlier in the season. A lot of people thought they might be the worst out of all the additions. And that is proving to be untrue. They might actually be the best, depending on how you feel about BYU. So Houston comes into this game riding a two-good-game streak. A one-win against West Virginia, where they had control of the game, gave it away, or whatever before winning on a Hail Mary against West Virginia, who I like. I like West Virginia. I like Garrett Green, West Virginia's quarterback, especially. Um, And then playing Texas extremely tough and apparently knocking Quinn Ewers out of the game. I didn't get to watch that game because it was like at the same time as the K- or it was before the K-State game I was tailgating at the time. So, Houston is coming in pretty good. And K-State is also coming in pretty good. I personally will stick with my pick for the K-State and Houston game. I said before the season that I do not respect any of the new additions. And I feel like I've been proven right. K-State, you know, might have been in a little bit of trouble against UCF. But they ended up pulling it out. UCF has since blown a big lead to Baylor and not really won any any conference game. And Cincinnati's been bad and BYU has been alright. So I will continue to say that I don't necessarily respect Houston that much. Um I think that K State should be able to score 
30, we'll call it 31. We'll just say 31, and Houston should score about 21. It should be about a 10-point game, I feel like. If not, a little bit more, but we'll stick with 10. Um, I think the weird thing is that the game is in the morning, 11 a.m., and weird things happen at 11 in the morning <laughs> sometimes. And it's homecoming too, right? Correct. This leads me to the point that I was going to make before I turn it over to you. This is fucking stupid. I don't know how it's homecoming week this week because we were at home last week. Thank we were, you. We had a Thank you. and two road games and came back to Harley Day at home. And now we're at homecoming and it makes no goddamn sense. And I don't know how this happened, why this happened. I think it's just because they didn't want to put homecoming on TCU in case we lost. But that's fucking stupid. This game should be Harley Day, and last week should have been homecoming. And you homecoming should be a night game. Like the fact that you know well, last week was a night game. You can't you can't plan with TV networks when your homecoming is going to be. But you're you can't have a homecoming if you're not coming home. You're already home. Thank you. I've had so many arguments at. I've had so many arguments at work about this because I was like, but they played at home last week, and they're like, it's not about your schedule. It's about you know everybody coming home, and I'm like, yeah, but your schedule should implement that. (laughs) No, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard from uh, your coworkers. Thank Um, you. I am going to snippet this, and I am going to send this to them, and. Thank you. I appreciate it. Homecoming is reserved for coming back from your... Homecoming should be about the middle of the season. Yep. And it should be at least after your bye week, at worst, or any road game. Preferably multiple road games. Yes. The whole point of homecoming... Is that you've not been at the stadium for like two or three weeks, as was the case with K State, and now you're all coming home to celebrate the games again. Thank you, thank you. Now we're so all just much. home. Everyone is home because we're at the, we were at the stadium last week. We're coming back home. All the alumni came last week. Guess what? They're coming back this week. It's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Again, homecoming. That was again, that was my hot. This, t- that was my hot take, and you took it from me. <laughs> this is this is a uh, very uh, high schooly trope, and I feel like K State kind of did this for this. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe they didn't want to do Harley Day like that late in the season because I don't know. Harley's that no one's gonna want to fucking ride their Harley. It was like forty degrees outside, but. <clears throat> Excuse me. My thing, basically, or like the high school trope is that you're always supposed to schedule homecoming for like the team you know you can beat, and I think that's what they did. <laughs> yes. Like you're supposed, your homecoming is supposed to be like the team that you can beat, so everyone's happy for homecoming. <laughs> so we actually did. Um, one of my coworkers and I did a deep dive on homecoming. Every Wildcat this year in college football had back-to-back games with the second game being a homecoming. Arizona, Kentucky, Kentucky, Arizona, uh, like a couple FCS school, Northwest. I don't know. I can't remember if Northwestern was one of them or not. But yeah, there's like a bunch of Wildcat teams out there that were just like the same way. It was kind of funny. It was really funny. 
stupid. Don't know why we're doing it that way. Very stupid. All right. That was the game. I'm going to go, Beans. Uh, K-State's going to win 28-17. to 17. I have, um, I think I have $20 on Houston to win this game. Yes, I do have $20 in Houston to win this game. They're like plus 600 I win like $70 if I... I don't know, maybe I only put 10 I think I won like 70 bucks if Houston wins this game. So, you know, Damn. hedge happiness. Well, the, is, is this happens in games of three. I've already won a lot of money on hedging my happiness this year. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> Very late. Very unfortunate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Gross. I got a bunch of phlegm in my fucking, you know, just everywhere right now. Ew. We got the, uh, we got the cold running around. Yeah. It is gross. All right. So, uh, Taylor Swift, right? long silence. I will say, though, I do appreciate the trade we've made in Jackson Mahomes for uh, 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 Taylor Swift for Jackson Mahomes. I really appreciate this. Last game, and I was really, like, concerned that, like... He was, like, right behind them and just, like, just, like, eagerly staring down, like, wanting to make a TikTok with her, but I'm pretty sure he was shunned from doing that. I, uh... I genuinely want to know what would happen to him if he, like, tried to do something with her. Like, how fast, like, he would get, like, fucking bodied in that press box. I think he knows. I think he knows how fast he will get, like, obliterated. Well, that, if... that didn't stop him on that, in that bar, bro, if that one girl. Shit. Oh, yeah. Did you hear? Uh, we're not going to go into everything. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, uh, Kansas City. You're, you're going to bring up Justin Ross, weren't you? No, we're not going to talk about that. He's a criminal. It's Justin Ross. Easiest fifty dollars I've ever made. Beans. How many touchdowns does Justin Ross have through like eight games? Bro's about to go off now. <laughs> or no? Excuse me. How could I forget? It's only seven. Justin Ross only needs to average one touchdown a game for the rest of the season. After you know, picking up a bunch of arrests. Uh, you know. Do I get that fifty dollars now or later, Beans? I'll send it to you on the next like uh, league fees. I'll just add, add an additional on there for you. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna pay. Anyways, anyways, um, Kansas City has just owned the AFC West. Um, no the Chiefs. They just went here about Taylor Swift, bro. Oh, you're right. Um, Taylor Swift's boyfriend looked really good. Uh, I can't. I can't keep doing this. <laughs> I can't yeah, keep it. Brittany, they got a cute little handshake. Supposedly, they choreographed that like right before the game. So probably they're, they're now best of friends. They're now best. What, what if they actually are friends? What if like Brittany? They probably are. are. I mean, like the what fact. If I mean, really just dope. Like off the field, everyone just thinks annoying online. Why does everybody just give her shit? Like after watching that quarterback thing, like I, I respect the hell out of her. I generally don't know why people hate her. She loves her husband and is it her biggest supporter. Like, 
I think I don't it's because of Barstool, bro. It, it genuinely, it's because of Barstool. <laughs> well, Barstool redacted everything and like basically wrote another article saying like maybe Brittany Mahomes isn't that bad. <laughs> no, the damage is already done, bro. They, Barstool spent the past like three to five years like talking about how bad Jax Mahomes, which he was, and Brittany Mahomes were, bro. Like, <laughs> the damage is done. Yeah, I don't know. But Kansas City... Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Imagine being Brittany Mahomes and, like, not knowing you were going to... And, like, you know, probably liking Taylor Swift and then, like, just, you know, becoming, like, fake besties with her. What a ride that must be. What? Sorry. I, I, I had a strange message. But, yeah. Um... Message. All right. We can talk about the football now. Chiefs defense, really good. Been really good the whole time. What was the last game we talked about? A while ago. Was it the Jets game? God, the defense made Zach Wilson look like fucking Aaron Rodgers there. Yeah. Uh, no, since then, like, we've been on a good little, I mean, we had that, I didn't really get to watch the Minnesota game. I watched the Denver game on the ship. They had, like, had it on the big screen. Uh, we looked really good against Denver. Uh, not really good. Uh, we looked we like. That's against Denver. I missed that game. I was That terrible. game, like, we just owned the play clock. Like, it was very, uh, like, methodical. Method- it was a methodical game. Um, we didn't need to show much in that one to escape from a escape with a 10 point win. Uh, and then against LA, uh, I'd like to think that we have the best defense and probably the AFC right now. Yeah. We really kind of blew like two big plays and that's where like 90% of their offense really came from. That one big play with, a. who Joshua Kelly running the ball. I'm pretty sure that the, there was a missed holding call on that. Uh, that that should have been called and could have been called back. So I'm not going to, I'm not faulting anything here. I'm just saying that there was an obvious holding call that wasn't called. And so, you know, and then that happened. Uh, and then, you know, another big play that resulted in, you know, so all in all, like we're going to be missing Nick Bolton for the next probably couple months. Um, yeah, he dislocated his wrist. How long does a wrist dislocation take? Probably eight games, but they said he could play in a hard cast. So it depends. I guess it might be pain tolerance. So he might be out for a month, and then just after that, it might just be pain tolerance. What's that? I said he'll probably be out for a little bit. When's our bye again? Uh, we play the next two weeks, I think, and then we have a bye. He's probably playing after the bye, I would say, then. Yeah. Because we 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 play the Dolphins pre or post by? Do you remember? Because we got Denver this week, don't we? Yes. So we have Denver, and then is it Miami? And then Denver, then Miami, and then the bye. Okay, yeah, that makes sense because we're coming back from Germany. I couldn't remember if we were coming to Germany and if we were going Germany by or if we were going by. So, yeah, so we have Denver, then we play at Germany against Miami, then the bye, and then we play Philly. That's going to be our biggest competition, but, oh, my gosh, you dogs are just going for jerk. So, so, yeah. um, I bet you he goes after the bye. He's playing against Philly. 
But, you know, we honestly don't miss much with Drew Tranquil. By the way, thank you, L.A., for Drew Tranquil. Uh, everybody should, every, if you see an L.A. fan, just say thank you. Just, that's all. Because in L.A., is there one fan a plant? Should we run a Buffalo Wild Wings hat at the game? Anyways, so, like, what L.A. used to do with Drew Tranquil was, like, they so they run a three four defense and they had him on a lot of blitz packages and Drew Tranquil is just not a blitzing guy he's a coverage linebacker yeah. uh, and now and now that you know he's in Steve Spagnuolo defense he can play in that dime role or that nickel role and just be a coverage linebacker and never have to worry about blitzing he still blitzes but it's such a rare occurrence to where defenses don't really anticipate him to blitz and he had that free shot there at the end of the game to disturb uh, Justin Fields throw which led to a you know, a cook interception. So. Is it the greatest defense of all time? The people are asking. For the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, no. In, in NFL history. No, 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 no. There's still a <laughs> lot. There's still a lot we could work on. It's still young, but we are the youngest team. I think we are the youngest defense in the NFL. Um, starting wise, uh, I I just I just think that this has been something that's been in the works for so long and it's so it's so thrilling to finally see it happen and it, to see it work. And many of you wrestled my jimmies this weekend. Dude, I, I, nobody talked about him enough. Like nobody was hyping him up enough and then he came out and balled out. Running out of data, 10% left. I'm on my Wi-Fi. What the fuck? This is ridiculous. It's unfair. Verizon pain in my ass. Yeah, so, no, you wrestled my jimmies for sure, my dude. Like, think about it. Like, motherfucker, like, came in there and just beat some bass, bro. He looked really good. I mean, this offensive line isn't much to boast about. Um, the LA's line isn't really much to boast about. But for how young and inexperienced this team is together, like for them to be uh, to be hitting home on a lot of those plays was, you know, that's really promising. It's a good step. It's a good step. Every game that we've had our defense playing has just been a step in the right direction. And we finally got an interception. That's one thing, you know, like. Some some people recognize the best defenses in the NFL right now, like Dallas or Jacksonville or even a, uh, like a, a, I think Tampa has a pretty good defense right now. It's because they get interceptions. Well, you know, uh, now we finally get get our interception. So two of them. Yeah, we did get two of them. So one was one was a little bit bigger than the other, to be honest. Yeah, one was huge. Yep, momentum swing. No field goal for you, no soup for you. So now we got Denver. Um, I expect this to be about the same as last game. Uh, a little bit monotonous of a game. Uh, look for look for Pacheco to just go ham sandwich in this game. Yeah, see, I just don't agree. I think... Um, I think... Denver has really been kind of, I don't want to say riding the ship, but I think Denver has been 
straightening things out. I think Denver started playing so unbelievably horrible that given the illusion that they're a bad team, I think they're a very below-average team. I don't think they're a bad team by any, by any means. I think that they are just kind of losers, though, if that makes yeah. sense. I think there's a bad aura around everything. And that's why I think they need to reboot it. But I think Denver is going to actually perform pretty well in this game. Um, I think... I mean, they are coming off of a win against uh, a pretty good... I mean, Green Bay hasn't been the... something like 20, like 4 to 17 is kind of like what I'm looking at. Like, I think Kansas City plays a little bit better on offense, and I think that Denver plays a little bit better on offense. Like, I, I really think it'll just continue to be a close game. Like, I, I, I think Denver is starting to figure stuff out. It's just a shame for them that they're figuring stuff out after they start, like, 2-5. and five. Yeah, that, that hill is so hard to climb, and especially how far back they are in the AFC West. Um, now, granted, I don't know how far they're back— how, Far back they are in the general AFC. Um, they might not actually be that far back in the general AFC if they were to beat us. No, like, I mean, because like even so, get, we need to talk about the Bills for just one second. The Bills are like very fraudulent currently, right? Right? Well, like, uh, they lost the Giants and they lost the Patriots. I didn't really watch last game, but dude, their secondary is so depleted right now they have no they okay. have like safeties do playing corners not, and i mean do not like give them that excuse because that happens every year every that is true year. like Travis white is really good Travis white is like never healthy yeah i i don't think Travis white has been healthy since his first like two years in the league like, ever and like matt not matt milano uh who are their safeties micah hyde and who's the other one Jordan Poyer, like they Poyer. were all year last year too. And so like David, yeah, David. you might yeah, you're right on that. No, the Bills secondary is always bad. Ends up being bad because they're always fucking hurt. There's a reason Demar Hamlin was playing at the end of last year. Now he can't even get activated. That's crazy. Yeah, like Demar Hamlin was playing, and like again, this is it's not a shot at Demar Hamlin. No, 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 nothing but like against him. Like. I'm so happy he's still playing football, but, like, the Bills are not activated him, and it's not because, like, they're concerned about his injury. It's because he played in the fucking preseason. It's because, like, DeMar Hamlin is just marketably worse than the other option they have at safety. And that's how hurt they were last year, is that he was starting for them. A guy who was marketably worse than everyone else they have this year starting was starting for them like at the end of last year in critical games like that Bengals game was a critical game that that was a critical game that was like a I must win because of demar hamlin's injury or whatever but, like that was a critical game for like control of like the one seed or like for the fate of the one seed and now like, hamlin was starting because like the bill secondary was fucking toast and now what, are they at are they at three losses or they're four and three. They should be three and four. If Darren Waller didn't get if Darren Waller scales the ladder or they get a pass interference call, they're probably three and four with losses to the Giants and Patriots in back to back weeks. This is why I kept saying that they should fire Sean McDermott and hire Sean Payton. And I know that, that take is super great right now. 
because of Sean McPayton in Denver. I still think that's what they should have done. Yeah. They could have traded Sean McDermott for uh, uh, Sean Payton. That would actually be really funny. They fired Dennis Allen to trade coaches. <laughs> Boy, that would have been something. Anyways, so uh, you need to pick a Denver and uh, KC score. We got way off track there. Dog, dog in the bills. Uh, I'm going to say 34-17. 34 34-17. Jeez! I think it's going to be one of those where it's like it's going to be close and then like towards the fourth quarter, the Chiefs will just like find ways to just I'll tell you what, if Taylor Swift's there, change my score to uh, 31 to 17. How about that? I don't know. It's at Denver. So that's kind of how about that? Yeah, that might be a she might. I don't know. We'll see. You see the numbers with and without Taylor in the state? I don't care, dude. I don't know. They're pretty good numbers. I don't care as long as as long as I'm Travis sixty more yards with her in the stands. As long as Kelsey keeps performing, that it is what it is, dude. Just let it happen. What a weird story that whole thing is. It is. It really is. It makes it. It just doesn't seem like it. Surely it there's been like NFL. Surely there's <laughs> been like NFL relay. Like Brady and Giselle didn't get this much coverage until they got divorced. Giselle's an international like supermodel from Brazil. Like she's not like. Just because you're a supermodel doesn't make you like famous, especially in America. Especially if you're an American. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. It is like the weirdest thing to me, at least. Like I was just sitting in my car today, and I was like, Taylor Swift is dating my fucking tight end. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, dude. I don't know. Ah, what a funny, what a funny world we live in. Well, being I don't really have any more news uh, in terms of like news, news. I feel like we kind of hit the highlights. Yeah. I feel like you know now you you got thought provoking moment, my guy. No, you really took mine with the whole like homecoming <laughs> thing. I mean, I guess I do have one. Um, like, it's not really a thought. It's just a general question. Like, why is there Braille at a drive through bank? Like, like, why is like when you go up to a bank, a drive through, like, why is there Braille on the, you know, on the ATM thing? Like, I don't know. I saw that the other day I, I and it was, just kind of, uh, I mean, kind of stumbled, kind of stumbled on that a little bit. Thought about that for like probably longer than I should. I mean, honestly, like someone else could probably just drive you and they probably just pull you up to the window and you just, you know. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. See, my mind instantly went to a blind person driving. Yeah, no, that's where my mind went to. And yeah, so that's where my mind went. And I was like, no, that shouldn't be right. And then like what you just said, it took me honestly three days to think, well, an Uber honestly, could have very easily done this for them. Those buttons might go on more things than just, you know, drive through bank teller things. You know what I mean? Like those buttons might go on to like, I don't know, like elevators, specific elevators. Well, I don't know. 
Well, it kind of led me down this so road. They, they might just mass produce that button and it has Braille on it because it might be used for something where you would need Braille for it. Well, and then it kind of like got me down this rabbit hole. Have you ever tried to learn Braille on your own? No. Okay. I'm, I'm curious. I, I mean, okay. Okay, wait, wait. I have not actively given a legitimate attempt to learn Braille. I have absolutely rubbed my fingers over Braille <laughs> and no. then put it over like a word and like tried to see if I could get it. Yeah, no, I definitely like whenever I go to the men's restroom and there's a men's sign, I'm like rub my finger over it, like, ah, that's men's. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, no, I definitely do that more often than I would probably like to admit. Oh, this is room 340. Let's rub my finger across it. Ah, oh, that's what 340 40 feels like. like. What about 341 feels like? <laughs> like, I would never remember that either. Like, no, I wouldn't. Dude, I do. No, there's no way I'd be able to remember any of that. Like, what does this <laughs> this mean? Speaking <laughs> of Braille, um, do you remember the Orioles jerseys from a couple of years ago? Oh, my God. Uh, and their name was like in Braille. And it's like. They can't see it. <laughs> How can they see it? They have to touch it. Yeah, no, I remember that. <laughs> oh, dude. Fuck. If I wasn't recording... So, I'll send you the tweet. Okay. But if I wasn't recording, I'd read it verbatim. But there was a guy who tweeted an email from... So, he he's in college... And the school, the D1 school he's at is, like, doing tryouts for baseball. And so he went to go try out, and the coach sent him an email that basically was just like, hey, like, we're going to reject you. And honestly, like, you are not, like, good enough to play college baseball, let alone D1. You throw, like, a 70-mile-an-hour fastball, and your batting was, like, unimpressive. Like, you need to just not play baseball anymore. Damn. Like, it was literally, like, it literally, like, could have just been like, hey, man, like. Yeah, we regret to inform you, you, like, yeah, like, we can't, we, probably, we don't. Like, yeah, you're probably, like, not going to be able to, like, make it in any sort of, like, college baseball. And But, like, thank you for coming out, like. But, no, he literally, literally went on to, like, list why he wasn't going to make it. <laughs> That's crazy. Dude, but yeah. Dude was getting cooked, though, in the comments, because he was like, because they were like, you throwing a fucking change-up for your fastball, because you can only throw, like, a 70-mile-an-hour fastball. It's like, oh, no! What if that was, like, a recruiting tactic? Like, oh, this coach is, like, a real one. Like, I'm going to apply to go here. What if that was just, like, a big recruiting tactic? Dude, I don't know, but people were, some people were like, hey, man, keep your head up, keep grinding. And it's like, dude, there's no grinding. This dude needs to go to this fucking... Dude. This dude needs to go back to accounting. He needs to go back to like whatever, you know, engineering class 101 or whatever and just do his homework. This this is one last thing. Someone was talking about how like this one pitcher like through 70, 75, like for the fastball and like had a sub two ERA like in high school. This one guy was like, I don't believe you. And I like sat and thought about it and was like, I absolutely believe him. You tell me that some dude in like fucking two way Kansas baseball couldn't throw 70 mile an hour and just fucking like dominate. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm like, dude, like he's not playing in like a fucking like prep league or whatever. He's probably playing like fucking like eight man or like seven man baseball in like fucking one A Kansas. 
damn <laughs> seven <laughs> seven man Tell baseball me someone from like alta vistas ever seen a 75 mile hour fastball exactly you tell me somebody from hugaton's throwing an 85 mile an hour heater no that thing's coming at 65 across the plate hell no dude that guy has a fucking 65 mile hour fastball and a really like crappy curve it's 50 but it like works because it's like what a high school baseball that's funny (laughs) it's like what do you mean yeah, dude, I was just like, God, dude, this guy absolutely, like, that guy absolutely could have thrown 70-75 and had, like, a sub-fucking-two ERA. It is very Chase, possible. I don't know what Chase Combat's ERA was. It was probably higher than two. But, like, you, you can't tell me that, like, some dude who's slightly better than Chase Combat couldn't just pitch in 1A, like, baseball in some fucking rando-ass state and basically go six innings of one-run baseball the entire time. Yeah. Shit, I mean, all he has to do is, like, not walk a ton of people, too. Yeah. All right, Beans. I think this is enough. I think we've triumphantly and successfully returned to the airwaves. How did it feel for you? It was a little rusty at first. I think we got there. Uh, You know, we're back on our weekly basis. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> how are you feeling? How are you feeling after a little hiatus? Fired up. Fired up. Coach how do you feel? Reference. We're gonna get out of here. We're gonna skedaddle. We want to thank everybody for listening to us today, especially Gavin, if he is done with his bugs. We hope to see all of you guys next week. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you would like to listen to this episode in its entirety, you can find it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can find the link to those at underscore underscore F3S. That's at underscore underscore F3S. That's our Twitter. You can buy merch there, too. want to thank Beans again for coming back, giving us an extra week off, because he's my boss for this podcast, and I appreciate the time off. And congratulations again on the wife. Hopefully I never have to say that to you again. Thank you again for all your help, everyone, and your listening. Thanks for finding us for today. See you next time. Peace out. Peace.